Welcome to Patriot Parenting from one parent to another. I want to thank you for tuning in. Today's topic, we're going to talk about the horrors or difficulties in raising kids in this era. Um, now, I know as parents, we all have our favorite pastimes, uh, whether it be the 90s, the 80s, however old you are, you know, you have your time where it's favorite or best among others. You can think of many things uh, that you did as a child that are far that you may feel far more beneficial for kids than today is. For example, when I was in um, when I was in high school or growing up, you know, we had to be in by the by the time the lights came on, you know, outside, and and outside was the thing. You know, we wasn't sitting in the house all day or you know playing video games. Um, I was later, you know, in my teens, but in the beginning it wasn't like that. You know, we had to go outside and be outside all day. Um, kids say they don't experience that so that's just you know one of the examples um how we may feel that um our error i say our i'm speaking in the form of parents um uh may be better or, or maybe different and i think one of the things that will help us as parents in raising kids in this era is understanding those differences and um how we could um attack them and how we could try to uh protect our kids from a lot of the things that they may experience that we otherwise wouldn't um so yeah, i'm just gonna go for, go through a few things um now again this is the disclaimer uh, i'm not trying to tell you how to raise your kids i'm not trying to tell you that these are the things you should do to your kids or for your kids i'm just giving um my um I would just say I'm just telling my experiences on what worked for me, what I've told, um, what I've helped other people kind of establish or what have worked for them um, or, you know, just the um, successes they have had from my help. You know, I'm just pretty much passing that on again. I'm just a parent trying to help other parents um, to make this a little bit easier. Um, it's never going to be easy, but we could just kind of, you know what I'm saying? make it a little bit better for us you know and <laughs> that's that's pretty much my goal so let's get right into it so one of the main things i think are the difficulties in raising kids in this era um which is at the top of the list for me is video games um now i'm not against video games i love playing video games they are for me they're kind of therapeutic <laughs> um but for a child they can be um what can I say? And a, and a distra an ant distraction. I'm sorry. I'm just tongue twisted. It can be a major distraction for children um, of all ages. Um, it can be a major distraction for adults as well. Um, some adults or most adults don't have that distraction as much because they still have responsibilities. Those who are responsible. Now, those adults who aren't responsible, then you know, that's a different story. But we're talking about specifically kids and how um video games can affect our kids now some may ask one of the questions i get a lot is uh how are video games bad now we all know this it's you know they're games they're made for mature audiences they have games of all ratings um some people they may um you know they allow their kids to play whatever games they want and um others you know they they really it's up to the parent to decide what they want their kid to to play and what not to play you know that's that's our job to kind of um 
mitigate what we allow them access to. Um, however, we do have to understand that a lot of video games are violent, have a lot of uh, sexual content, drug content, uh, gambling. Those are things that are definitely going to be in video games because, again, a lot of adults play video games or um, as well. So um, you have to be mindful of that. Now, uh, another question I get is how much video games should I allow my kid to play? Now, um, this is really up to the parent as well um this is up to you as a parent to decide um how much an effect the video games are having on your child meaning if you're if your child is struggling to stay focused in school they're not passing their classes they're um getting into trouble and stuff and such but yet they pl- want to play video games all day then that's definitely a problem you can see how that is that they're definitely being um the video games are taking more priority towards everything else um, that you may deem important. Um, so for me, in my situation, for instance, um, I kind of limit my kids to roughly about two hours a day during the school week. Um, on weekends, it could be three plus hours. Um, but, you know, I really try. I don't want them to be to where video games is all that's on their mind. Um, I know, you know, often I, you know my son before i i went with this method or i tried tinkering with this method um my kids want to play video games all day um they would want to do anything they just want to you know be on a video game get up just to use the restroom and eat and go right back to the video game and at first you know i was like you know it's cool whatever you know i did it you know when i was what, high school but you know i still made sure my grades and stuff was okay but so i was like all right you know it's not a problem but then as soon as their grades start slipping they, you know their attention spans start becoming very low or you know if you ask them to do something and they can't you know they just forget about it because they're focused on the video game that's when it becomes a problem um so that's when i had to start looking at looking into methods on how to gain control of the situation before it becomes out of control um so i just started limiting now um if your kids um prior to if you decide to do this and they've already kind of set in their ways it is not going to be easy it's going to be a task they're going to fight back um they're they're going to they're going to try to push you know they're not going to be happy um because you know you're taking something away from them that they want you know have full access to um so what i do you know you got to have a you got to have a system in place to where you can reward them um to allow them to do more of that game if they do the things they're supposed to do such as if they make um you know good grades or if they're passing all their classes then you could give them an extra hour or if they do their chores without asking give them extra time stuff like that you know you you as a parent we got to kind of find ways to um you know still show them that you know you're you're happy that they're doing what they're supposed to do kind of reward them but at the same time still have that um that level to where you you can make sure that you're on top of them and they're not just completely just losing focus over these games um so that that's another thing and another question i always get is um how safe is it as far as like online um because now that's that's just the wave that's what it is that's the future of tomorrow <laughs> that is it's, that's what it's about it's online play kids are going to be talking online um you know it's it's just one of those things that's unavoidable unfortunately regardless of what game they do play so we as parents got to figure out what will work best for us Hold one second guys okay um we got to figure out what not work best for us but um 
what do we want to allow our kids to play um now there are some settings you can change to where they can't talk online but if they have friends from school and then you know it's kind of hard to kind of mediate that um so with that you know i just always suggest you know if they're old enough to talk online to other people then they're old enough to have a conversation uh about uh being respectful online um because believe it or not there are a lot of kids that are on these things that they cuss like crazy they you know disrespectful they use racial slurs you know all this only because they feel like they're behind a they're in a video game and and nothing to come of it but there are there are many examples you can look search this up online of you know these these kids or people who you know do all this uh derogatory talking towards other players and then those other players find out where they are, <laughs> which they can. They can just track your IP to the Xbox, the PlayStation, computer, find all your information and pop up at your house. It's happened. Um, they need to understand the dangers of that. Um, and just, just be a respectful, period. You know, you shouldn't be calling people out their name anyway, you know, let alone talking about the, you know, using derogatory language about their race or anything like that. So, again, you know, that's just one of the things, you know, um, we as parents have to monitor, uh, which is, I think is very important. Um, so another question I get is, um, oh, another, I'm sorry, not another question, but another thing we have to deal with as parents um, raising kids in the modern era is uh, bullying. Now, bullying, this is nothing new. We all kind of may have may have experienced it um, coming up through school at some point in our lives. Um, maybe not, but if you have, you know it's nothing new. Um, whether it's physical, whether it's um, you know, emotional, they've been talked about. Um, you know that one. That's a tough one, um, only because you know. I, again, I was raised in a different area, a different era where bullying wasn't really a thing. I mean. We didn't really call it that, you know. Somebody start talking about you, um, it can, you know, it's just as, and maybe it's just, you know, me growing up where I grew up, um, where it's just different settings. But if somebody was talking about you, then you need to be able to come back and and, and, and come back and talk about them. You know, that, that's just how it was. You have to be quick on your toes because um, there'd be times where you can have five or six people in the classroom all talking about you <laughs> they just ragging on you talking about your shoes your clothes whatever you know um and, and you either be quick on your toes or you're just gonna get embarrassed and, and call it a day um but we never looked at it as bullying you know because uh it wasn't ever nothing physical um it was just words I and mean, we understand that words can hurt but at the same time um no it's it's, it's fight or flight <laughs> so uh, what I've done with my kids, um, and this may not be the me best method, and I'm not telling you guys to do what I do. I'm just saying what I do because my personality, uh, because I've went through that, I've became kind of a jokester. You know, I love cracking jokes, um, or, or laughing, just having. I love laughing. Period. You know, I just, I absolutely love it. It's definitely my favorite thing to do. So, you know, wh how I've raised my kids. I mean, I was cracking jokes on them when they was little, you know, <laughs> like, it was like, oh, you got a big old head and they, they laugh and they'll come back with one, you know, and, and there's time and places for that. You know, we don't, we don't just be doing stuff like that outside of our home. You know, it's just what we do to have fun and we all laugh and we have a, a good time out of it. So my kids don't necessarily deal with the bullying so much. I mean, because um, back then to, it may not seem like bullying to me, 
But today is definitely considered bullying. If you're being made fun of or you're poked or prodded, you know, just keep, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? They just keep being on you. Um, that's considered bullying. And I understand that we're in a different area, a different age and that's not acceptable. Um, and my kids don't just go around talking about people because they understand it's a time and place for that. But however, if somebody is on them talking about them, they know how to come back. Um, and that's just um, that's just what it is. Now, for the parents who didn't raise their kids like that and they are dealing with bullying, um, some of the things I would suggest is, one, you will want to talk to the schools, um, you know, talk to your child and and. You know, try to help your child understand that most times the kids are bullies, like whether it's physical, whatever, there's something going on within their lives that's causing them to be like that. So when you have to, you know, help your child understand that so that they won't think that it's something dealing with necessarily them, because, you know, if they're a target, it can be for any reason they could remind them or something that or their brother or sibling or a family member or anything. It can be. Any, it's, but you just want to reassure your child. It may not necessarily be them or something that they did um and that may or may not be the case um but again talking with your child um talking to the schools um and then talking to that child's parents and then if, if it still continues then i would threaten the school like if something isn't done about this then then i'm going to the board i'm gonna go high i'm gonna do whatever it is to protect my child um because at the end of the day that's what it's about you have to protect your child at all costs regardless of what lengths you may have to take um but that's definitely a thing that you have to do, deal with. You know, you want to protect your child's health. You always have to monitor their mental health as well. That is a a key thing. With today, it seems like uh, suicides in in you know school and grade school are far too common, um, which I didn't necessarily hear of at all growing up, which I, I find very alarming. Um, I never heard of a kid hanging himself or or anything like that growing up at school. Um, but now it's, it just seems like it's just too common. Um, so definitely you have to monitor your child's, you know, your child's mental health and push them to shove. If, if, if you feel like they are being targeted for a reason that they may not control or just their personality, which is definitely possible. I would roll them in, in self-defense classes. Um, I did that as well. You know, I, I just wanted my kids to be, to be able to protect themselves, um, self-defense classes are awesome. It gives you, um, it has multiple advantages. One is discipline, um, just respect and, and, and dedication and training and, and how, you know, the more you train, the better you become and just mastering your craft. So all those things they're going to learn, um, which are helping life skills. So I would definitely consider self-defense classes if you can afford it. Um, they're not cheap, um, but you know, it's better than nothing. Um, it's just to give them confidence to where they can deal with that sort of sort of thing, you know. Um, and again, we have to do whatever we have to do as parents. Um, so another topic is social media. Now, social media is a huge one. Um, it's huge, man. There's so many um, apps or sites the kids have access to. Um, it becomes overload. You know, you got Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. TikTok, yeah, the list goes on. I don't know. Discord, it's, it just goes on and on. Um, and and it's up to us as parents to decide when their child should be allowed to interact on social media. 
Um, now I know some parents they're like, you know, they won't let the, let their child do it till they're you know, 15, 16, whatever. Um, honestly, it's hard because peer pressure is huge, you know, and when you have a child that's going to school and they're, they're still, they're growing and they're becoming, um, you know, they hit teenage years, they're going to want to, you know, communicate with their friends or whatever. And just by text ain't, ain't it. They're going to want to do what their friends are doing. It's just, it's just the way it is. You know, you can't really control that. Um, so they're going to want to have social media accounts and, and it's hard as parents are. And if you don't know it, they would do it anyway <laughs> and then you'll find out about it and be really upset so uh what i've done with that is i i just try to have an open conversation about them about the dangers of social media um how to avoid people they don't know uh just stick just the friends don't be posting anything negative or derogatory anything that you feel i wouldn't like you probably shouldn't post <laughs> that's it you know that and in and, and if your kids you know um you know, I have access to all their accounts so I can see everything. Not to say they don't have secret accounts because I did catch my son with a few. Um, and we talked about that and we had to have that discussion. But, you know, it's just trying to be on top of it as much as you can. It's, you can't protect your child. You can protect your child. You can do your best to protect your child from physical forces. But for like stuff such as online uh, forces, you can't really protect them from that. Um, you can try to take away their phone. They got it. They got it at school. You know, I mean, granted, this is a pandemic, so you could cut off the internet, but they still have to have online school. They still have to be on front of a computer, which they can still access sites like YouTube and all these other social medias and, and all that. So it's, it's really, really, I'm not saying you can't. I mean, if you sitting right next to your child and you're just watching them the whole time while they're in school, then yeah, you can prevent them from, from accessing those sort of things. But realistically no, no parent is doing that you know um so you just gotta kind of the best way for me that i feel to handle that is to be open have that dialect and be on one accord as far as w the rules and um of using those social medias um what platform should they use that again that's up to your discretion um if you know i don't I don't want to tell people like, oh, don't let them use this or you should let them make them use this only. You know, that's really up to you to decide. Uh, my kids, we have uh, we have open dialect about it. Uh, we talked about I still manage all their stuff. I still have access to all their stuff. That is important. Um, you, as a parent, you have to have access to um, your child's phone, period. I feel like that's a that's a must. If you have a phone and I'm paying for it. I'm going to have access. I need to make sure that you're protected. You're not doing that you're supposed to do. And, and uh, honestly, you're living in my house. These are my rules. You know, you, I think that is one of the big things that we're kind of, that's kind of, um, that I feel like this era is moving away from is, is a foundation rules. Um, I think there must, and, and it's not just to be, you know, just to flex your authority. It's just, when you have rules in place, it, it allows for a more cohesive. Um, um, what am I trying to say? It just allows for a better flow within a family. You know, what I mean, if you have rules like 
it, it, it just I mean and it, and it prepares them because in life you have rules you have to learn how to follow these rules whether you like them or not um, and that's why I often tell my kids you know you may not like the rules but when you start living on your own you're gonna have rules you need to learn how to whether you like them or not how to still follow those rules and just you know work around it in essence um so you know that's that's what that's that's pretty much what it is so you know they have rules if they don't like them then we're shutting it down (laughs) just the bottom line um another one is youtube you know should my child be doing youtube um should i let them again that's up to your discretion um if you feel like they're capable of doing that if you feel like they're serious about doing it then by all means you know it will be easier with the parent support um like my child my kids they they always they all they all want to have a youtube channel and what i tell them is if you figure out if you you know figure out what you want to make youtube on and, and you're serious about it and you put it in the work i will help you as best i can if you need equipment if you need me to record whatever it may be i will help you to achieve that but i need to see that you're serious about it because you know kids they're often like oh i want to do this i want to do that and never follow through with it it just kind of goes off in the wind and that's how kids are you know so you know you just you just show them that you're willing to support them you'll do the best you can to help them um and then you know see what it does we let put it in their hands to to have the channel um so i'm totally down for youtube um i don't feel like there's anything wrong with it yeah there's negative comments um they can be subjected to negative comments as well as in social media um but again that's you know that comes with talking to your child and helping them understand that you know unfortunately this is something that you have to deal with if this is what you want to do um there's no avoiding it to an extent um another one is uh music you know again for me um i'm pretty open with music for my children i love music i'm a avid music head you know i've been an audio engineer i've worked with uh, a few you know famous artists engineering i've recorded i have you know produced <laughs> you know, i've been in music a lot um so you know i understand the the craft and the art behind it so i don't limit my kids from that now i've always pushed them to try to learn an instrument um they still really don't want to i mean i have my oldest son he likes making beats um which is still dealing music but he's understanding the music theory behind it um which um you know it's kind of like learning an instrument i mean you still have to learn it but i think music is a great tool one to open up the mind um for creativity because creativity i think is being lost in today's era i mean they kind of it seems like the creativity is just being drawn out of us and everything is just presented you know quickly it's no more like you know coming up with it on your own so I, I i anything that pushes creativity i always try to thrive for that and push my kids towards that um so i don't have a cat i don't have a cap on music we talked about it. they know like uh, um i discuss with my kids you know that these are songs these are just stories that people tell they may or may not be true especially in the hip-hop realm there's a lot of um excuse me artists in hip-hop that they're not actually doing what they're doing they're doing what they say they do um and not only that you just have to understand that this is entertainment um this isn't real life um 
regardless of what they may portray and, and just all music you know just be mindful what you're listening to and i always tell them that you know certain music can bring out certain energies in the person meaning if you're listening to something like you know throwback eminem marshall mathers lp and a couple of his tracks that are kind of emotionally aggressive you'll start feeling that way um if you listen to happy music you kind of feel that way so music are definitely kind of uh a guide to your you know your emotional energy your, the energy you push out so be mindful of that you know um you don't want it, it just it just help you stay out of trouble <laughs> you know what i mean that's the main thing with that way it'll help you stay out of trouble um and another thing man i think the the last thing i'm gonna talk touch about uh talk about on this topic is uh sexuality um i think that's probably up there with video games if not the first honestly um when i was coming up sex wasn't um it wasn't so profound uh what i mean it was it was like now it's it's everywhere <laughs> you know what i mean it's, uh, sexuality like whether it's transgenders um in cartoons or homosexuality in cartoons it is everywhere billboards everywhere um and there's a lot of questions from kids a lot sooner than you know one parent would hope to have answered those questions um you know with the with the gender thing it's um it's become way more difficult i feel than what my mother had to deal with (laughs) um or any parent you know you know raising that raised us had to deal with um it's is way heavier it's mm, i don't feel like no i think no when i was growing up i didn't even have that conversation with my mother um about sex i don't believe we ever had that conversation um and i don't think it really happens in the black household at, often at all because my my relatives who uh, were raised without their without their father never had that conversation either it's just something we just kind of learn you know what i mean unfortunately um but no i i didn't i didn't wait that long i, I didn't want to i didn't want that to be the case so um when i found out my old my oldest son at the time he was 11 he was you know i came home um he was on a playstation then he carried up and scuffled and trying to cut stuff off i'm like what are you doing and he's like uh watching youtube and me as a parent, I'm like, okay, I know. Let me see. So I took the remote and I'm just searching around. And I go to the web browser, and he has pages after pages of porn sites. So I'm like, wow, he's 11. This is what it is. <laughs> All right, so I need to have this talk like now. So rather than just take him individually, I took my other son, who was a year behind at the time he was 10. I took him out to eat. Um, and then I just had this talk, the, the talk about sex. Now, that's a hard topic, I think, for a lot of parents to have, especially with girls. Um, my daughter, she's 10, and that talk is definitely creeping. Her mother talked to her about, um, and I think that is, for a daughter, I mean, if you're a single father and you just, you have a daughter, you're going to have to have that talk with her. But if you're, you know, if you have a, you know, she have both her parents in her life, then I think that is a conversation that, yeah, the 
a girl should have with her mother um simply because and i think it goes along the lines of you know the menstrual cycle i mean that's a perfect segue into talking about sex in my opinion um if you do have a daughter and you haven't had that talk when you have the talking and you start and i think in today especially a lot of girls are having their menstrual cycles way sooner or starting a period way sooner than in the past or that's at least what i hear i don't know i'm not a girl um, so um with that i mean that conversation and considering girls mature way faster than boys anyway i think that conversation will be had way sooner than a boy um for me i think the conversation for boys need to happen once they start showing signs of maturity because a lot of times boys don't care about that stuff they are they're so in tune with playing and being kids that they don't they're not even thinking about that you know but there are some boys who in tune being a kid and then they now they started you know they tinkering you know which is what my older son was he's like oh i'm i like this you know they start gravitating towards it so boys it varies um the age group the age difference it really varies but i think for girls that conversation should happen right when they have that menstrual cycle or when they start talking about periods and how to deal with that and why it happens then you can explain the sex thing but um yes talking about sex um that's one of those topics that a lot of parents like to kind of avoid or don't want to talk about but it's definitely important in order to protect them and for them to understand um the consequences i won't say consequences of sex but unprotected sex the consequences of that definitely need to be had um i think if a lot of parents had that conversation there wouldn't be um there wouldn't be much teenage pregnancies you know what i mean um but this is a, you know, and there's more. We're going to get into that. You know, I'm going to touch on that a little bit later. I don't want to overwhelm you guys. You know, this is a lot I'm throwing at y'all. Um, but, you know, I'm going to be patient. We're going to take it slow. If you guys have any questions, be sure to drop a uh, comment in, the, in at the bottom or shoot me a message. You know, check out the social media handles. I will answer any question you got for me. Um, but, yeah, we're going to wrap this up, man. Until next time, I want you guys to be safe. Continue doing your best to be the best parent you can be. And until okay, next time.